Hello, my friends, and welcome to another episode of Bible Bites of Believing Right. It is Good Friday. We're recording this episode on Good Friday, and I, I wanted to make that the title of today's message. Why is Good Friday so good? What deems this day of all across the entire year, uh, what, what deems it to be titled Good? Why is it such a good day? What's so good about Good Friday? So let's address that because the day is so good because it's filled with good news. Because on this day, 2021 years ago, God's very own son died a horrible, horrifying, shameful, degrading, prisoner, murderer, um, sinner's death on the cross so that you, yes, my friend, you, no matter what faith you're in, in right now, no matter what religion you find yourself in, no matter what phase of life you find yourself in, whether you're living life to the fullest or whether you are craving for something more in your life, you, if you're listening in today, you qualify so that you would have life. When we when we um, interviewed Jesus, or when Jesus was interviewed on this on this, and when, when I say when we interviewed Jesus, when we read interviews about Jesus, um, and you know, I just got off an incredible chat with Pastor Daniel Chong from New Creation Church, our pastor at church, and he looks after the young adults ministry and the youth ministries, and he's just an incredible human being with a heart for God. And I interviewed him right now on Instagram Live, and I asked him these questions, and he made up an incredible. He actually brought up an incredible point. He said, "No one can disprove." Prove that Jesus existed, that he walked on the earth, and that he was a man in Israel, you know, who, who walked, went about healing people, doing good things, and then died and was crucified on a cross. No one can dis- dispute that because there's actual historic evidence. So no matter what faith you're in right now, I want you to remember that the Bible is not a book of legends and stories. It is a book of facts. It is a book um, that that God gives us to know Him, to know His heart. Um, so whenever you want to hear from God, open a book that God has given you that's just pure fact. You know, it's filled with pure facts and historical facts of people that actually walked this planet and did great things and used their faith and lived life, uh, that lived lives that were pleasing to God. So remember that the, the idea is when Jesus was on this earth, He was interviewed and he was asked, why have you come? And he said, I come to give you life and life more abundantly. I come that they may have life and have it more abundantly. Now, who's they? When you clarify, he said, what, what did you come for? He says, for God so loved the world that he gave his only son. And he was referring to himself here. God so loved the world, he sent his only son he gave his only son so that everyone who believe in him may never perish. Anyone who believes in him, everyone that believes in him may not perish, may not die, but have everlasting life. So Jesus came to die so that you may live. Now, let's talk about that for a moment. What, what do you mean live? You know, I'm alive right now. I'm breathing right now. No, my friend, at some point in your life, everybody has to die. Everybody has to leave this body behind and either take on a new life, depending on what you believe, right? But I'm here to tell you that Jesus used those words very carefully. He says, I I come that they may have life and have it more abundantly. That's number one. And God so loved the world, he gave his only son that whoever believe in him should not die, but have everlasting life. Now, everlasting life really 
is an incredible promise. It means you will live forever, my friend. That's what everlasting or eternal life means. You live forever. That means there's life after death. So while a lot of people talk about the fact that everybody dies, remember that for the believer, uh, the Bible tells us a believer falls asleep. He just falls asleep and he awakes to a new life. And, and, and that's what Jesus meant by, you know, Jesus had the, the, the son of God himself, God in the flesh himself had to come down, had to die on a cross for you so that you would live. And on this Good Friday, more than 2000 years ago, Jesus didn't just die a normal death. He didn't just pass away. He was put on a cross. He was nailed to a cross. He was beaten before he was nailed to that cross. He was beaten with a whip that was that had chunks of metal in it that ripped into his skin and they just tore his flesh. And if you're getting a picture in your head in your head, you know, you need to know that there was nothing glorious about Jesus's death. It was shameful. It was horrible. It was horrifying. It was grotesque. The Bible even tells us there was nothing attractive about him. There's a beautiful psalm. Um, so, so there's actually a beautiful chapter called Isaiah 53, which tells us there was nothing to attract us to him. He was so, the Bible tells us he was so disfigured. He was, you know, um, he was not even you couldn't even understand him as a human being. He was past human comprehension. He was, it was just, his, he was so disfigured beyond human comprehension. So he didn't even look like a human being after they had beat him up, after they had, had punched him in the face, after they had spat on him, after they took a rod, pierced a crown of thorns into his head and beat him over the head repeatedly. This is the state of the man, the man who did nothing wrong, the man who, when he walked on earth, just brought good things, just healed, just set free, just preached good news, preached the coming of the kingdom, told people that there's a God that loves them, told people that God is their father. Somebody that did nothing wrong was just given the most horrifying death. Now, what's also important to remember is Jesus didn't just call himself anyone. He called himself the son of God. He, he said that there was only one way to the Father. And remember that today, as you, no matter what faith you are, as you, if you're listening in, no matter what religion you find yourself in, no matter what phase of life you find yourself in, once again, remember that this Jesus, there was a reason he came down. There was a reason he died for you. And that's because today, if you don't believe in him, you're going to die and that death will be final. And I'm sorry to have to put this so bluntly and so... And, and so, and so, you know, uh, honestly and candidly, but that's what it's like. People that don't believe in Jesus, Jesus made it very clear. He said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. I am the only way to eternal life. I am the only way back to God. Um, what we're going to do is we're going to just remind you that in Genesis, God had created man with an incredible life to reign in life. But the moment man sinned, man rejected all the goodness that God had for him and that sin caused a distance that sin was the reason man was chased out of the beautiful garden of eden the perfect kingdom that God had given him now all the way from those you know from the 6000 years ago in that in that garden in the book of genesis from that moment on God has been looking for a way or God had to have a plan in place to bring man back because he knew man was duped man was 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 tricked into believing something bad about God. 
um, and, and remember that you know when you're today when if somebody if you have an opinion about God or like God is he's only a judge up there he's only you know what's the state of the world if there's a God obviously and if you have thoughts like this remember that all these thoughts are just not true in fact there is a devil out there and is a very there's a lot of evidence today that there is plainly a lot of devils out there or a lot of evil spirits because there's just such pure evil in the world you know there's sickness in the world there's death in the world there's there's curse in the world there's poverty there's lack you see the amount of people and children having nasty things done to them and you say there's no devil it's clear that there's devils in the world right but remember that god is not responsible for all of this the devil is the devil is the person that brings the most sick things to to root in your life and and my friend what god did is god could not let man back into his presence without a perfect work he says i have to bring you back by making you fully righteous and he knew that man would always be subject to sin so what did he do he said i'm going to send you a sinless man that man is going to come to earth and he's going to represent you and he's going to die your death he's going to take every sin of every human being that ever existed past present and future and he's going to take it in his body at the cross and he's going to be punished for it and that's why Jesus died a gruesome horrible horrifying grotesque death you ask why it was because he carried the sins of the entire world of every axe murderer of every rapist you name it i know we're being so honest and candid today but he took every grotesque sin in his in his beautiful god given image he just took it on his body at the cross and that and at that moment my friend there is no more sin for those who believe in him because on that cross Jesus took our sin and the Bible tells us clearly there's a beautiful verse that says God made him God made Jesus who knew no sin to become sin for you and I so that we who knew nothing about being perfect or no or knew nothing about being righteous would become the righteousness of God in him would receive his righteousness so a divine exchange took place where God took all the sins of our lives all the sins of every man and woman in the planet and put it on his son and says this is it this is the only way now that you're going to come back into my presence and in that moment sickness the, the sickness and the curse and disease and anything bad that came because of sin also fell on Jesus so that means every punishment and you know that when we sin today we start to expect a punishment you know that right um so sometimes we we regard common colds or sickness as such a such a common way of life we've forgotten that we don't need to accept it because if Jesus took every sin of ours then we don't need to accept sickness with it see sickness came into the world because of sin the bible even tells us that curse poverty death lack they all came into the world because of sin you know that's why um we we see so much evil in the world that's why we see so much sickness and death and curse and disease so all these things came in because of sin but if jesus took every sin ever past present future for all mankind then we don't need to accept sickness and evil today so my friend will you choose to believe what happened on the cross will you choose to believe just how good good friday is that a good good god sent his good good son to take your bad bad sin on the cross and give you his good good goodness that's uh, probably the most childish and beautiful way of putting it and will you believe today uh, 
that this good, good God has nothing but good for you, that Jesus died so that you can live forever. Because Jesus is God's son and God lives after the path in eternal life. So when he came and he took on death, he made sure, he made damn sure that he was going to give you his everlasting life, the God life, the eternal life. All right, my friend, I, if that's not good news, I don't know what is. If that's not good news for a good Friday, I can't dream it any more better than that. So I want to tell you today that how do you get this life? If you haven't believed in Jesus, if you're, you find yourself in a different faith, it doesn't matter. This is not about a religion. It's just about believing what Jesus did for you, what the Son of God himself did for you, what God himself did by sending his Son. So will you join me in a prayer? It's a very simple prayer, and it says... Father in heaven, I want to thank you for sending your son. Thank you that Jesus took my place on the cross. He took my sin so that I have his righteousness. He took my sickness, curse and disease that I might have all his blessings. He died my death so that I would live forever. I receive his life. I receive him as my Lord and Savior. And that's it. And you say in Jesus name and you say amen. And it is done, my friend. It is done. You have a new life. The Bible tells us when we receive Jesus as our Lord and Savior, we have a new life. We are created anew. Our spirit is new. So today, will you allow God's perfect work, his good, good work that he did on Good Good Friday to avail for you today? Will you accept? Will you pray that prayer? And if you did, there's an exciting, new, incredible life ahead of you. God bless you. We've gone way over time today, probably close to 14 minutes, but I believe it's well spent. Good. Uh, wish you all a good Friday, a good, good Friday, and I wish you a blessed Resurrection Sunday up ahead. God bless you.